So in this episode, we're going to talk about what I learned from doing stand-up open mic for months straight. And I feel like, especially when you first start out, it's something that you watch a lot of stand-up comedians and you feel like, ah, oh, this is something I can do. It's pretty easy. And all the words and all the jokes that come out from everyone else seems like very flawless and very simple. And before you before you get up on stage, you, you write a few jokes, you think about what you're going to talk about. And in your mind, you think you're going to kill. You think everyone's going to laugh. It's funny. It's hilarious. And that was actually the opposite effect of what actually happened. So I think for me, the biggest the biggest thing was I wanted to learn stand-up uh, not only for comedy reasons, but more so for learning how to speak to people uh, on a stage, as well as crowd control and even something like my animation and my tonation in, in my voice. I wanted to practice all of that. And what better way than to put the pressure on and be on the spotlight in front of a bunch of people trying to tell jokes. So I remember my first ever stand-up experience was at a uh, small, small little open mic shop. And it was actually nice because it was in the basement. Uh, There was maybe about 15 to 20 people there. And the way, the process, how it worked, at least with this open mic spot, was you go a little bit early, you sign up, and it's not actually first come, first serve, which was a big misconception that I had. I thought I was the first one there, I'm going to sign up first, I'm going to be the first to perform. But that's actually not even the case. How they actually do it is... They have their regulars that perform on a regular basis. And how they want to do it is basically sprinkle all of the really good people in first so that all of the audience that's there is going to stay for a little bit longer. You know, because if they if they basically let me, my noob ass, perform first and I was not killing it, um, a lot of people would probably probably leave. So they ended, up, they ended up putting a lot of the best people up first. And then later on, I was always last because I was the worst. <laughs> I was literally the worst one out of everyone there. But what you come to realize is that no one's laughing at your jokes. Every, every joke that you deliver and every joke that you hit in your mind before you perform up on stage, it's just dead, deadpan silence. And that does have a psychological effect on you because in the back of your mind, you're thinking that you're not funny or you lose confidence and there's no more momentum. But what actually happens is that a lot of times the comedians themselves are the ones in the audience. 
So it's like, let's say you have 15 and 20 people that are actually inside of the club listening to your open mic. Probably about 75, 80% of those people are comedians themselves that are trying to perform later on or have already performed and most of them are just trying to perfect their own craft they're they're not worried about you performing on stage they're more worried about their own set and so that's why a lot of times you're not going to get a lot of laughs at these small open mic spots but for you to practice open mic you have to perform in front of these crowds so I feel like that's the ultimate test is if you can get other comedians to laugh, then you're so- you're set, you're golden. Because once you get it, get up to an audience, and obviously the bigger the audience, the easier it is to get laughs because you, random people laugh at the dumbest things. And eventually, once you get to enough people you will get laughs regardless unless you're complete trash but um so i ended up realizing i was hanging out with all these people and most of them were just focusing on their own set which is why you're probably not going to hear a lot of laughter unless you're really good on the uh on your own sets and so that was a big surprise i thought it was going to be a lot easier until i actually performed the second thing was it was also depending on how you felt it's it's really hard to control your nerves some days you're gonna feel really confident some days you're gonna feel really good and when you perform no big deal you're not nervous Um, you get a little bit extra last because of the confidence and there are days where you have no idea why you're so nervous but you're performing on stage and your voice is crackling your hands are shaking and you suck you know it's you're gonna have those days but i think the important thing is to just continue to plow through those days and make it so that it's second nature to just perform on stage regardless of how you feel and i think with that you're just gonna do it regardless if you get to a certain flow and a certain rhythm of getting used to working a crowd or doing improv or doing a lot of the jokes that you know are already going to hit so overall it's a tough experience you have to practice it and you have to work on it on a daily basis for it to for it to really blossom and for it to really grow but my whole entire month i did it for a month and i stopped right after because i needed to work on my other at work or um the other hobbies that i was working on but overall i say i would say that it's a good experience it definitely taught me a a lot more of an appreciation for comedians i used to find a lot of comedians not that funny and now when i look back and i start watching actual pros uh, on netflix or amazon prime or any of those netflix specials i can appreciate it a lot more because even though it's not funny 
I can understand the structure and the and digest the jokes a little bit better just from seeing and performing and just knowing how hard it is to actually pull it off. And so it was a good experience. I I've definitely learned a lot more about handling my nerves as well as performing in front of a crowd. It's a little bit weird at first, and especially if you're not used to the spotlight. But if it's something that you practice every single day, just like riding a bike, uh, it's going to be something that just comes naturally to you eventually if you work on it every single day. So that's it, guys. We're going to wrap up. And uh, see you on the next episode.